I said, fuck it. Let's let's go ahead and bu- bust a episode out while I'm stuck in traffic right now. So if y'all hear a little road moving, you know, me hitting the you know pedal or you know whatever. I apologize. But we got dumbasses that can't read because it says literally merge right left lane closed literally two miles ahead left lane closed a mile ahead motherfucker get over <laughs> basically basically anyway welcome to the first go podcast this is one of them shows it's, it's a, it, hey hit them with a quickness show all right look here I ain't gonna spend too much time trying to jack, jack, jack out here on some bullshit, but let me put it this way. Let's, let's, let's give our condolences. We done seen another, another marriage has, another celebrity marriage has fallen to the quote unquote celebrity, you know, that, I don't even know how to call it. But Jalen Rose has filed divorce on Molly Cam. It was actually, let me put it this way. She hadn't been using the name Rose for a little bit, actually. She hadn't been using the name Rose for a little bit. Or necessarily, people haven't really been calling her by Rose lately. If they have, you know, they only doing it for formality purposes, as you know, just to keep, you know, keep things as it is. Well, Jalen Rose has filed divorce. It is public. It's out. Um, I'm. I would. I would say that Molly might be in. She might be on first take on Thursday. But do, don't. I'll put it this way. Don't be surprised if she's not on first take on Thursday or probably not on first take Friday. Um, if she is, hey, salute to her. She gonna she gonna pile through while she working. Um, Somebody told me that she probably, uh, she probably knocking off uh, Dan Olaski on the side. And if she is, hold on, Dan Olaski is actually married. So this is some crazy shit, y'all. This is some crazy shit. I, anyway, that's the, I don't want to throw out on that. that. That's the sad news. I really was hoping that they was going to. A lot of those didn't think they was going to make it. I, I really thought they was going to make it. I thought a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, like, I thought it was gonna make it. They did look cute together, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it happens. Um, let's get into it. Who playing Thursday? <laughs> That's a good question. I think this is the first Thursday night game. Even in the bad, the real bad Thursday night games we done had. We had a we had a couple of them, uh, a couple few of them, early, you know, throughout the thirteen weeks we done been playing. You know, they've been playing. We had a couple bad Thursday night games. This is the first Thursday night game. I'm like, who the fuck playing this week? <laughs> like, I'm being dead ass right now. Like, I have no idea who the hell is playing right now. I'm literally stuck in traffic. Like, I'm literally, we are not even fucking moving. We are not even moving. Um, hey, we got dumbasses still. I, I know, I, I, we got dumbasses literally 
on the, the, the driving on the left lane. This is the reason why we, we ain't moving. Cause we got dumbasses right there. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all probably gonna hear me. Y'all probably gonna really hear me get off the subject because I'm stuck in traffic with that dumbasses. Anyway, so back to the subject at hand. Cowboys and dead skins. Or anybody like the, you know, or they are called the, the Washington football team. Um, this game is Sunday, early Sunday. Uh, I feel that this game is not necessarily a must-win. Uh, it's a must-win for more for Washington right now than it is Dallas. But if Dallas could come off with this win Sunday. It takes a lot of more. It takes the pressure. It takes a little bit more pressure off of them. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Also, reports has came out saying that Tony Pollard is also injured. Now, his injury is more of a nick, a nick injury. He's he's not. Injured, injured like Zeke is. Zeke over here playing. Leary injured. I can actually see Zeke getting surgery at the end of the year. A lot of folks going to I'm going to put it this way. I guarantee y'all this. It's going to come out that Zeke done tore a ligament. It's just the ligament is not as bad right now. But I promise you, they keep feeding Zeke heavy. It's going to get, that knee going to get worse. Anybody that will tell you that with running backs, when they talking about knees, you got them to, hey, 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 that's the money. It's like doctors with hands. That's their money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Zeke, Zeke they, need, they need to really seriously let not let Zeke play. They should not, Zeke should not play last Thursday. Zeke should have waited they would have gave him more, even more rest time, more recovery time if he didn't play last Thursday or did give him the recklessly reps like they did Thursday, last Thursday. But but they did. And now you're hoping that he's somewhat 70, 75% right now. Um, it is a long season. And with Pollard being hurt right now as well, uh, Dallas had to cut uh, somebody on the practice squad. They ended up picking an Edo Smith. Um, so they picked up him and oh, and they got him on the practice squad. Here's the thing. At, uh, uh, excuse me, I was about to say about but Dallas got. Dallas guy, uh, what's his face from West, formerly from Wisconsin, uh, that that just that that was on the Eagles. Uh, what's the cat day? I, I I damn, what's his name? I, I I have it in my I had literally have it on my tongue. I can't get it out. He is healthy. I don't know. I don't understand why he's not pushed to the brain roster right now. Even if y'all, even if with Dallas making that move right there, uh, picking up Smith. I believe that one of the two things gonna happen. Either either Zeke injury is he they gonna sit Zeke or they gonna sit Pollard. One of the two is gonna sit. One one of them not playing th Sunday. 
I'll be very surprised if both of them play Sunday. If both of them play Sunday, I'm gonna be a little worried going to going forward. I need at least one of them 100 percent healthy. Come play all time. I know Zeke ain't gonna be a hundred. He's not. He's not gonna be a hundred percent healthy. I don't. I don't care what the fuck they say on TV. Y'all can miss me. Y'all can seriously miss me with that bull. There's no way Zeke is a hundred percent come playoffs. No matter if you let him sit for another two weeks. And I know like I know that that to some people that makes that sound really um. I don't sound completely, you know, out of my mind, but but the thing about it is, I don't think Zeke has been healthy since week five. Since I, matter of fact, I put this way, I don't think Zeke been healthy since the New England game. That's been two months ago. Dallas has won three games in the last two months. Let that let, let that marinate. Let that marinate. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Be honest with you right now at this very moment. But I think I'm not like I said, I, like like I'm I'm actually more confident of Dallas winning Sunday than in two weeks, because if we lose and if we lose this game, we're in a no lose no lose situation. We need to win Sunday, and it and it seems like I'm more saying Dallas is more needed of a win, but Dallas that, that that that's the difference. Washington is in a nose-lose situation, actually. They literally are on a nose-lose situation. They could maybe lose one more game. Two pitted on, on the Dallas situation. Washington can lose this game and come back and come back and play us in Dallas, you know, in Arlington, and beat us at home. I think I can live with us splitting, but the problem why I have right now, and something is sitting with me, is that Giants game next week. And a lot of folks are not gonna be talking about this. They're gonna be like, all right, Dallas should just roll. I think that's the trap game. Everybody's looking at Washington as, as the upset alert. No, I think the the Giants game is actually an upset alert game. They have nothing to lose. They're not going in the playoffs. They, they just waiting to be eliminated from the playoffs, honestly. But they're not going to the playoffs. They have nothing to lose. Teams that don't have nothing to lose, they usually play better. Don't be surprised if Giants play better the next five weeks. I'm be dead ass. I'm being really dead ass right when I'm saying that. They're not going to win the division. They, they, they're damn sure not going to win the division, but they're damn sure not going to get a playoff playoff uh, position like a number seven seed. That, that's not going to happen. So they they have nothing to lose. They just play out here playing. I'm being asked. That's the game I'm more worried about. 
And you know, like, first go away, really, like, you see, is it really? Yeah, I'm being dead ass. I'm worried about that. That game, I'm more worried about. Because if we lose, if we say if we lose this game Sunday, the game against the Giants is a must win. Must win. Because we can't afford going, we can't afford to drop. We, we can afford to drop because we haven't lost in the division. We can afford to drop two, but we damn sure can't drop no more than two. I think we could drop two, still win the division. We just can't drop no more than two for the rest of the season. And here's the reason why I say that. We got the Arizona Cardinals the week before, the week before we played, play the Eagles. That game is in three weeks. We got Washington this week. We got Johns next week. We got Washington again the week after that. The Sunday, the Sunday after Christmas. Then we got good old Arizona coming to town before we head out to Philadelphia to close the season out. We need to win the next three and close this damn division out. We don't need the Arizona game to be a part of if we're going to win this division. We need to win this division out in the next three games. And the only reason why I say that we can win, we can win, we can win, Dallas can win, Dallas can seriously win. This week, win next week and lose the Sunday after Christmas, and still be okay for the next two games. Because Washington has to beat the Eagles twice. They haven't played Eagles twice yet. Dallas already beat the Eagles. Dallas already beat the Giants. The Eagles got to get... I'm pretty sure the Eagles got to beat Dallas to get in the playoffs. So, if we're going to lose two games in the next five, I prefer it to be one of them to be Arizona. The other one, I'd rather not beat Philadelphia. <laughs> or, yeah, I'd rather not it to beat Philadelphia. I'd rather win that game going into the playoffs with the momentum. But that's just being honest. I'm just being honest. Like that, that's just me being a. That's not me. That's not me being scared or nothing like that. That's just 100% authentic. You know, you know who your opponents are coming up. You know who your opponents. Not even just know who they are. They you just know them good enough. We don't play Arizona long enough. See, a lot of folks don't understand. Like we, Dallas and Arizona have been have been in the division before with each other so Arizona and Dallas know each other very well we ain't got to play each other every single year to know each other that's the same thing with, with, with Pittsburgh Dallas and Pittsburgh ain't never got to play never got to play each other every single year we know Pittsburgh we know they mantra they know us it is what it is Arizona is one of those teams that's like that with us we was in a division with them, with Chicago. It was, it was called a central division back in the 90s. And, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you, yeah, you probably thinking like, what the hell you just said? Yeah, I, yeah, I said it. Look it up. Arizona, Dallas, <laughs> Chicago, they, I, and it was like two other teams. We all was in the same damn division. It was the Central Division. This is when it was only three divisions in in, in the NFL. Only three. Only three. So like, it's crazy as hell. I, I, I don't know. I don't know to tell you. I, I I I don't know. I don't know. But. But that's why I met with that. So there is that. Um, still got some good matchups. You got Buffalo uh, and Tampa. I think I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. I think Buffalo gonna get it. Gonna get in. Uh, go, I think Buffalo gonna beat Tampa Bay. I've been dead ass when I say that. Not because I don't think Tampa Bay ain't good. I think. I think I think Buffalo's pissed off of that Monday night game. I think they are so pissed off right now to the point they gonna take it out on on, on uh, Brady and and, and uh, Bucks. I don't think Brady's sleeping on them, but I think Brady knows. I think he saw what happened, and I think they I think Bucks gonna be ready for him, ready for that first that first quarter. Watch the first quarter of that game. Matter of fact, watch the first two series of the uh, 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 both both teams. If the intensity is up with with Buffalo, oh, they gonna get in, they gonna get in that ass. The question is, how long is the Buccaneers gonna sustain the physicality of that game? Um, Colts, pay, Patriots, um, Patriots gonna come off a bye. Uh, yeah, they taking a late ass bye, bitches. Uh, <laughs> um. But that game is coming up. Um, There's another game that's coming up for the NFL. There's another game coming up. Um, but I'm going to get into college. I want to go back to college for a little bit. I know it's games. I know it's a lot of games, but but it, I was thinking of big games, big 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 games. But um, well, I ain't talking about no damn green. I, don't, I can't believe they put Green Bay and Chicago on on Sunday night. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I've been serious. That's some bullshit. So we really about to see Matt Nagy. We about to pro, we more likely about to see Matt Nagy's last game on Sunday night. I'm being dead ass when I say that. Um, yeah, we moving around. Um, college, I'm going to wrap this up with college. Like I said, y'all hear any rows, or you know, I'm gonna try to talk louder over the road uh, if y'all hear any rows. So I apologize. I normally don't do this. I normally don't do this on the road, but yeah. Um, I think the Heisman voting is a joke. It's a joke. It's a big ass joke. I think they're. The process of the Heisman, 
we know Bryce we know Bryce Young's gonna win. If you don't think Bryce Young gonna win, I I, I know last night I said I want uh Aiden uh, Hutchinson to win it. That's because I want him to win it. If you ask me realistically who winning this award is Bryce Young. Do I think he deserves it? What the fuck no. No. He struggled against Auburn. I don't give a fuck what happened in the old, uh, uh, that late fourth quarter overtime. I don't want to hear that. Because the tape doesn't lie. You struggle. You struggle against Arkansas. You struggle against A&M. You struggle against Florida. Should I have to keep going back over this? What? How, I know people going to talk about that Heisman moment with playing against Georgia defense. There ain't no motherfucking Heisman moment. That's just Georgia's defense was fucking sleepwalking. Thought they was going to roll their motherfucking helmets on the field and got their ass beat. That's what that was. Don't lie to yourself. Is this kid good? Yes. This kid is very good. I'm not going to disrespect his talent like that. Or necessarily disrespect the you know the talent around him like that because I, you got to remember anybody that knows me I'm going to I said this about Trevor Lawrence I said this about Justin Fields I said this about other quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson we got to know how good you are away from a whole bunch of great talent how good are you when you ain't got that talent around you. See, a lot of people is a prisoner prisoner of the moment. Hey! Reason why I want Aiden Hutchinson to win, because I'm sick of quarterbacks winning all the goddamn time. I'm being dead ass serious. Who you think I who you think I think is a better quarterback than Bryce Young? Pick it. Go go the tape ain't gonna lie. He has done more with this. And you know the difference is between the two? One of them is in the college football playoffs. The other one's not because they they, they didn't they lost one too many games. They didn't they didn't have a loot, you know, they ain't like they was 75 winning the ACC. Like that, that's not that's not we ain't gonna disrespect uh Pittsburgh like that. We're not going to. Because this team we're not gonna disrespect them like that because this team is better than that. But like I said, he has done more with less. Bryce Young is. Do you know? Do, I, I, people gotta realize he got five star, five star office alignment around him. Protection on off. The man is protected better than the goddamn president. Let's be real. All right, I'm back. So, I had to pause for a second. I didn't know. All right, so, <laughs> back to what I was saying. The, the Heisman is a joke. It's, it's a prisoner moment of the situation this year. Literally, it's a prisoner moment. I don't... I'm, being, I'm just going to keep it 100 with y'all. I don't believe we have a true Heisman this year. 
I will be. I will. I will actually wouldn't be upset if they sit there and say, uh, "We just ain't gonna pick nobody this year." Like I would not be upset. There's no clear winner. I said it last night. I'm gonna say it again. We haven't had a clear winner. Have not had a clear winner in, for the Heisman in a long time. But let me go back and I mentioned. I believe I mentioned. Ed Henry and Chris McCaffrey. If I didn't, I'm about to read. I'm about to reintroduce yourselves to this situation. So, so for some of y'all that may or may not know, the year that Ed Henry won the Heisman, there was a controversy around that. It's still talked to this day. And let me put it this way. The SEC is hated. They're not hated for just the competition on the field. But they hate it for politics in college football in general. The Heisman that year, particular year, you had, I'm going to be honest, the two best players that year was Dan Henry and Christian McCaffrey. No lie. You have one side with Derrick Henry, King Henry. The other side was McCaffrey. I liked them both. I wouldn't be. Uh, I wasn't upset for neither one of them to win the Heisman that year. I wasn't. It what that wasn't the uh, the part that makes me uh, makes me feel a certain type of way about this Heisman voting. That ain't it. This is the part. So everybody know Chris McCaffrey played at Stafford. Alabama, King Henry played for Alabama. Where are these schools located? Bama's located Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Stafford's located in Palo Alto, California, Northern California. There, nobody watches Pac-12 games. No, 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 no. I, I want, I want y'all to hear this. When I say this, this is not an indictment to the Pac-12. The Pac-12, most, most of their games, if they're not on, on Friday night at 7 o'clock in, in, in the evening, Central Time, or East, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, they're not getting seen. If they're not on Saturday night, the same, same time Saturday night that they were on Friday night, they're not getting seen. If they're not on three Three the two o'clock game on Saturday Saturday afternoon, they're not getting seen. See, a lot of folks gotta realize something. It's hard to win a Heisman on the West Coast than it is anywhere else. Reggie Bush, you know why Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, Costa Palmer, you know how they why they wanted? Because they were star studded. Not just star studded. They play more teams east than anything. You know why SC played Arkansas? They scheduled Arkansas late. You know they literally scheduled Arkansas late in that tenure that uh, that you know that one they had. Reason why? Because they needed Reggie Bush to be looked at. Not because they just want to play Arkansas. They needed Reggie Bush to be looked at. That's the year that Reggie Bush played. That's the year that Reggie Bush went off one Heisman. 
which is also the year they lost in the national championship. But that's that point. It's harder to win the Heisman on the West Coast than anywhere else. So keep that in mind. Also, the reason number two there is a controversy in this, in that particular one, is because the Heisman voting papers, and this has been talked about. Look it up. YouTube it, Google, Yahoo, however the fuck y'all want to y'all be looking up shit, look it up. It is not a secret <laughs> at all. It is blatant. When I say blatant, read right in your face, and we didn't see. We saw it live, and it went right on our noses. The Heisman card in the West Coast, Midwest, North, Northern Easterns, and half in a, in a little small, in a small northern part, half, northern part half of the South. They had all the candidates, including Christian McCaffrey, on the ballot. Pac-12, Big Big Ten, Big Twelve. Including Big 12 in this situation. Big 12, Big 10, Big 12. They all had Christian McCaffrey. Part of the ACC had Christian McCaffrey. The rest of the ACC, the southern part of the ACC conference, and all the SEC, they, had, they didn't have Christian McCaffrey. But, but let me refract remind y'all reason why I said what I said. West Coast teams they get played at, at on ESPN, but do but East Coast people watch it? No, because the game starts at nine o'clock our mom time, which is Central. That's ten o'clock. Ten. That's ten ten thirty, maybe eleven, depending on what the time, depending on how the other game goes. You talking about literally late, late, and we ain't gonna talk about how Colt Brennan was was a candidate for the Heisman and how he was able to get the votes that he did, and he was in Hawaii, and that's another hour outside of the West Coast time. See, a lot of folks don't realize that. Hawaii is an hour, I, I believe it's an hour outside of California time, which is the West Coast time, the Pacific time. So you're looking at, I'm just saying, I'm saying, telling y'all, it's harder for the West, the team, the players on the West Coast to win. The Heisman. Now, let's go to the present time. I described y'all the controversy. Go look it up, and y'all understand what I'm talking about. Now let's talk about prison. Is there any West Coast teams, West Coast player, in this mix of these these four candidates? Hell no. You know why? We ain't one of deserving. Let's be honest. There's no deserving one. But I digress. 
But if we're going to go who is further west in the situation, it's Aiden Hustleton. And he's in Michigan. Place for Michigan. He's the furthest west player there is in, this, in all four of these candidates. Guess what? He's not going to get any South Bowls for, for, for the Heisman. He's not. He'll get the Pac-12 vote. He'll get the Big, the Big 12 vote. He'll get the Big 10 vote. But he's not going to get the SEC vote. There's a lot of votes coming out of the SEC. Half of the ACC as well. He's not going to get those votes. That's a chunk. A lot more chunk y'all think it is. Of votes coming from that area. Bryce Young going to get that votes. Let me put it this way. CJ Strug, to me, if it wasn't for the fact that not I, I, we, most people forgave him the, the Oregon loss. Forgave him for the Oregon loss. If it wasn't for the fact that he lost to Michigan. Like, his Heisman moment was the Michigan State game. All he had to do was beat Michigan. He lost to Michigan. That's the only reason why he's not winning the Heisman. I've been dead ass when I say this. CJ Strug should have would have been would have won the Heisman this year. Hands down. Hands down. But nobody's gonna talk about that. Because you know why? Because they know he's not gonna win. They know Kitty Prickett is not gonna win. And Kenny Prickett is more East, so he's he got all the East votes. But the thing about it is, he's not even going to be the highest, highest, highest voted out of the East. That's probably going to be Hustleton. It's this 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 Heisman vote is trash. It's completely trash. Now, there is some controversy of all the picks who was you know picked for the Heisman. Somebody said, oh boy, from the running back from Michigan State should have gotten picked. Um, you know, if B.J. Robinson didn't get hurt and he was able to run the ball, Texas, like he should have been running the ball, I'm, that was my early pick for Heisman. But that but that one defaulted. But we're going to see Bryce Young get the Heisman. We're going to see this. Is it rightfully so? Sorry, I heard that. I heard that. That wasn't supposed to be playing. Bryce Young is going to win this Heisman. It is what it is. And most of y'all going to be like, he deserves it, you know. But let's, let's be honest. The tape doesn't lie. The tape doesn't lie on all of these candidates. And, but if you're a true college football fan, you know in your heart, this Heisman year, you can asterisk this shit right here. Because this year that you know damn well, there were no clear winners. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give y'all a I'm gonna give y'all a secret right here. 
Now I'm sick, but I'm just gonna tell you. If Bryce Young wins the Heisman, the the numbers for the votes gonna come out. If it's a runaway vote for him to win the Heisman, it's on purpose. Don't 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 feed the bullshit. Don't don't I'm not listen. Don't think that ain't no bullshit about to go down for the Heisman. It is. Politically, this is a political move right here. He's going to win the Heisman. For his thing. When the last time a Heisman winner won a, won a national championship? Let that sink in your head. Y'all be easy.